Hey, what's up, everybody? Chris Hollifield here. I want to personally welcome you to a brand new episode of the I Am Salt Lake podcast. If this is your first time joining us on the podcast, we're here every week showcasing awesome people in Salt Lake City and the surrounding areas. We're talking to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries. We're giving you a taste of the city. If you have an awesome story, we're going to probably showcase it here on the podcast. Our website, this one's really easy to remember, IamSaltLake.com. The cool thing is you can go there and listen to the entire back catalog. All the episodes are up there. You can listen to them really easy to do as well as subscribe to the podcast. Hey, are you moving to Salt Lake City? Maybe you're listening to this podcast because you want to figure out what this city's all about. Are you looking at possibly moving into a house with a little more space in it because we're all working from home now? Well, in case you didn't know, you guys, I'm a licensed realtor now, and I'd love to uh, show you some homes. I'd love to show you uh, possibly your dream home, help you find a place to call your own. Uh, You can give me a call, shoot me a text anytime. I'd love to help you, 801-244-2908. But otherwise, let's get into the podcast. This is is a good one, you guys. Thanks for listening. We, we can get Chad in here, Cody. We're recording. We're going. We'll get kind of into the pot. You ready, Chrissy? I'm ready. Okay, so. I'm so ready. All right, Cody. Basically, I mean, I'm going to find out all kinds of stuff about you that I probably had no <laughs> clue Cody Crab even was. That I mean, sounds, it, uh, you know, well, that no, sounds like a threat. No, but I mean, <laughs> coming, coming, coming into this, I know you're a podcaster. You're a podcast producer. Plus, you got to go to a podcast movement in Nashville, which I'm super bummed about because I've always wanted to visit Nashville. (laughs) And the one year that podcast movement was in Nashville, I didn't go or Chrissy and I didn't go. Yeah, just it was just too much going on. But uh, I mean, we're going to find out more about you. But how long have you been podcasting, man? Let's I want to start right there. Like, when did you start podcasting? You know, I'm I kind of got into it by accident. Um, so I actually went to school for music production. I, in my mind, I was always, I wanted to write music for movies and TV or games or whatever. I just wanted to be a musician. Um, and so I went to school for that, went to school for music production. And then I started to try to like make some money, like from writing music and stuff. And so I went on one of these online like websites where you can, you know, it's, it was called Fiverr, which yeah. is like the bottom of the barrel. You go, go straight for there. If you're trying to freelance and earn some cash, it's really, really cheap. Uh, but basically I found this guy from the UK who I wrote music for. He had this travel podcast where he would take a story. Someone would tell a story of when they were traveling and he wanted a full score to it. So I went ahead and this is the longest intro ever, but I went ahead and I I wrote a full score for every single episode. Well, it turned out every once in a while he needed some help with the podcast too. And I already knew the the audio production side. So I, every once in a while would help him out and then just snowballed and snowballed. And here we are. That's what I do now. So it just kind of, I didn't even mean to get into it, but that's kind of how it happens. So you hosted a podcast for somebody else? I know. Sorry. So I wrote music for, I wrote a score for his podcast. Okay. Then later, later around kind of in that same era, I also started a podcast, which Chrissy was actually a guest on. I was, and it was so much fun. And that was the create, create out loud, create loud, create loud. loud. I always say out loud. Gosh, so did everyone else. You were were a guest on the podcast. I even see the logo. Okay. You know, um, um, the syndrome where you remember things wrong, like Berenstein bears. 
Oh yeah. Mandela effect. Mandela effect. I have that with your podcast artwork (laughs) because I can see it in my head and it's create out loud. And the out is right in the middle, but never was. I know. Right. Well, alternate universe. (laughs) Show me. You you wrote me, you write music. I mean, what less, what instruments do you play? Like piano then (laughs) or what? Yeah, I, uh, I mostly, I know this is, again, it just, it, it makes no sense. No, I sing, it makes actually. a lot that's of my, sense, but I, but that's, it makes no sense to that. I sing like, that's <laughs> what the heck. So I, I sing is, it's my main thing as I sing. Um, but I mean, I write music, so I do a lot of it by ear. I actually have a okay. really good ear. And so what I've done always is just kind of basic. I, I can play the keyboard a tiny, tiny bit, just enough to kind of play a thought when I hear it in my head, but it's been a while since I've really written music like full on. It's it's definitely been a bit. Did you know he sang Chrissy? Did you know? I yeah, I kind of knew. Okay, but not I like I don't really, really, don't really know. Ever talk about it. Yeah, I mean, Chrissy's the musical. Well, now. I knew you were musical, so I guess it didn't surprise me. Yeah, <laughs> but what kind of singing? We should do a duet. Oh no, uh, <laughs> we do. So I did. Uh, I went to school for. Uh, basically you have to pick an instrument. They don't let you just go for music production. So I was like, I guess I'm singing. And so I kind of just was like, I guess I'll just do classical voice. Cause that's easy to learn in college. That's what everyone wants you to learn. So I went to, I kind of did classical voice, a little musical theater. Um, but that's, yeah, that's kind of how I start again. This, my story makes literally no sense. <laughs> Who goes from singing musical theater to like, Hey, now I'm an audio producer. Like it's just such a bizarre turn of events. Well, it's cool. It's like you got interested in the technical side of things, sort of, of, of an art form. And you already had all the equipment, the microphones then and all of that. Yeah. If you were already singing. So then, yeah. In a lot of ways, it was kind of a, like like audio wise, music production is a much trickier than like vocal audio production because it's just talking is so much simpler than trying to get the levels and everything of singing. Like it's just so much more complicated. Whereas like, Talking is just, yeah, it's just not just as hard. Talking, just, if it doesn't hurt your ears, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast rule. So, yeah, pretty much. Your first podcast you did, though, you had a co host on it, right? Was I did. It, I did. Was it, was it Rachel, right? Rachel. That, Rachel, how yep. did the two of you meet? She's then? a cutie. And how did that whole podcast start for you then? I mean, I, so, that, that might sound kind of boring but i find yeah no what's uh what's your origin story oh it's so it's it actually is kind of boring but in a way it's kind of really interesting so i i kind of was like looking because i i had now i knew now what i was doing and i was like interested in the podcast world but i hadn't really had a good idea to start a podcast and again this was like year this was like 2016 2017 (laughs) that's crazy that that like that seems like yesterday to (laughs) me but like but it's like I, but think how long ago that was now. That's We're like almost six to years 2022. Ago. Oh my god! We're gosh. almost to the end of this year. Yeah. So it's so happening. uh, yeah, for real. So Rachel, jokingly, I know her because she's a composer. She's a, she's here in Utah as well. Yeah. Um, and she she was like jokingly posted on social media. She's like, hey. Uh, if I had a podcast, what would it be about? Should I start a podcast? And so I messaged her and was like, Do you actually want to start a podcast with me? And like, it was that simple. Like it was basically right then. And that's how it started. We, we kind of were, we we're already friends because of the composing world. But one thing that we'd always talk about is like work kind of careers and passion. And like, what do you want to do with your life? Kind of following your dreams. And so it kind of was a natural fit. We ended up doing the create loud podcast kind of to talk to people who were 
kind of either in the middle of living their dreams or kind of could give some advice to people that wanted to. Um, and that's just kind of how it all started. Never, we, we went for about three years and then we unfortunately retired it at the end of last year at, uh, it died with many other things in 2020. Do you care to share the reason and why it died or is that kind of a personal reason? No, it's, it's not personal at all. It's it really, ironically, I think it's because we both just started to actually take our own advice and go like, look, this isn't serving us anymore. It's in, if anything, like it's, we have these goals that we're trying to achieve and this is actually getting in the way now, which is what some of the advice that we gave was try to cut things before you add more things. And so we started to go, you know, this is starting to take a lot of time and it's, you know, we're not making any money from it. Really. It's just a passion project right now. So we decided to just, to just kind of end it. it. That's just, that's a really smart, healthy and difficult decision. And it was, I knew it was the right decision because neither of us really wanted to say, Hey, do you want to be done with this podcast? But like when I kind of hinted toward it, I could tell that she was like, you just saw a wave of relief. (laughs) Yeah. We were both kind of, (laughs) it's exactly, we were both waiting for the other one. Cause I think we both knew it was kind of time, but Mm -hmm. we were just like kind of waiting for like, I don't want to say it. And then you're totally shocked and want to keep going. It just, it just was the right time for both of us. It was perfect. Was there still a bit of nervousness though? Like, like, are you doing the right thing? Is it the right decision? Is this what what we really should do? I feel like if you're a creative type, you always feel that way. I was just constantly, (laughs) I was just (laughs) going to say, cause there's this constant fear of like, if I don't start the thing or if I don't stop the thing, am I going to, it's just FOMO. Like, am I going to miss my big shot because I didn't keep going or because I didn't take this other opportunity instead. And if I've learned one thing being a creative or just kind of a freelancer, like someone that's kind of in this arena, just kind of doing what I want. It's that, you're never going to know because we can't know. You got to make an educated decision based on what you know at the time. And then who knows what's going to happen? It might be the right decision. It might not. But luckily, we never get to know. We'll just we only know our what happens with us. And that's it. There's a, there's a few things I'm making decisions on and kind of switching things up. And I'm like, oh, should I be doing that? You know, like, is this really what I should do? But I yeah. think I think just even this little bit of the conversation is helping me know like, hey, it's the best thing for right now. Look at, at you. You already inspired us. And it's not even 15 minutes in. Yeah, man. Hey, we Maybe can, I shouldn't we can have end quit. the show. We're done. <laughs> All right. Mission accomplished. All right. We quit. <laughs> he said we could. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'm the host now. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving the show to you, Cody. <laughs> okay, so uh, you still, you started another podcast there though, right? Like you're doing another podcast or. Right? Oh yeah. So, so the, and again, this is kind of a convoluted origin story, but basically what happened was, so I really started getting serious about this audio production gig. I really, I started to get enough clients that yeah. I'm like, Hey, this could be something real. And you know, so I went, okay, what I really love, my favorite kind of podcast is like, a documentary or like a more like a narrative. It's just not like a, like an interview usually like my, I like kind of documentaries and stuff. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the podcast reply all. They yeah. do a lot of this yeah. kind of yes. stuff. I love it's that my show. favorite yeah. podcast. Yeah. Side note, uh, recommendation for anyone listening. My favorite podcast episode of all time is an episode of reply. All it's called the case of the missing hit. Okay. Um, if you haven't heard it, I, I kid you not. That is like award winning amazing entertainment i literally cheered at the end of it it's so good 
Everyone listen to it. But anyway. Okay. That's an impressive recommendation. Yeah. I'm not giving it lightly. It's incredible. It's so good. But anyway, I digress. Uh, this is what I <laughs> convoluted. What did I say? Um, but I, I wanted to create more stuff like that because it's more fun. It's it's just more you get to put more of your touch own touches into it. And I was like, I don't have anything like that in my portfolio. So I should make my own to kind of show that I can do it. Well, um, I always had this idea in the back of my head from a few years ago. Uh, and I decided maybe this could work. Like maybe I can kind of do something with this idea. Uh, so this is basically the idea that happened. So I, now I have to tell the story. So a few years ago, my cousin had a bachelor party and he held it at this laser tag place called laser quest <laughs> already funny, but, uh, <laughs> so he, he invited, it was like me and a few other, uh, mid twenties, early twenties guys. Uh, and so we're just hanging out, like having a blast and we're getting ready to like go in. We, we were like waiting for the session to start. And one of the guys in our group looks over at the counter and there's this kind of mid forties guy that's just all by himself. And he's like registering and he tells us this little story. He's like, so, you know, what's funny is when I was like 10 or 11, I came to this exact place because it's like a staple in the community of where it was is in Murray. Uh, and everyone is like beloved by everyone there. Tons of kids went there all the time. But he basically said, I had a birthday party here and this 45 year old guy ish, like around that age, he, uh, he came in and he registered by himself and, um, he just came in and smoked all the 11 year olds all just by himself. Like it was, it was like, all of us and him alone. And he it's just, like, he it's dominated. always sunny in Philadelphia in real life. <laughs> it li- literally sounded like, yeah, seriously. So I was like, that's so funny. And then we kind of could overhear him because we were kind of close and he goes, all right, so what's your, what's your gamer tag? Like you, you give like a little tag that shows up on the gun and on the leaderboards and stuff. And he said, my name's Tekken. And this guy that we were with just went white as a sheet and goes, that's the same guy. And so I was like, what the same? He's been playing this for how many years now? Just He's by committed. himself. I know. So I was in the back of my head. There's one of those things where like, I didn't really think about it that much then, but ever since then, it just has not left my head. I've been like, who is this guy? Why does he play laser tag so much? What is going on here? It's and one of those stupid mysteries that takes up space in your brain that you need. So you really, have to figure it out. It's so true. And so I was like, I, I need to know the answer to this, but like, I, I never really had a reason to really find out until now. And then I was like, oh, I could totally make this like a search. I could, it's so I I started this podcast. I made like a trailer and like a little preview to like spread the word almost like just to kind of have people, if anyone local knows who this guy is, like to kind of lead me in the right direction. And, you know, I've, I've had my like, is there a reason I can't find him? Like, are, are people worried that I've, I've even been worried. Like, I don't want this to come across like I'm making fun of him or like that. He's like, maybe, maybe he's got some like learning difficulties or something like that. And I don't want to come across like I'm trying to be a bully, but well, it's just on the like contrary, you want to know the person who has dedicated yeah. so much time to destroying children in laser tag. <laughs> I, I, lo- I, I think, think it's that's valid. So he I think sounds it's awesome. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't I don't want to make fun of him at all. I think this is the coolest, funniest guy ever that loves laser tag. So I've I've kind of gotten close a little behind the curtain here, but I've kind of gotten close. Haven't actually talked to him yet, but I've kind of got some leads so far. Um, 
but that's as far as I've gotten so far. So if anyone, if anyone knows, if anyone listening to this knows him personally, has a story, because that was the other thing I had, I kept coming across. People had heard about him. Like other people would be like, no way. I totally have heard of this guy. Like I, he came in when I was like 15 and that when my friends were hanging out there and like <laughs> it, people know who this guy is. So I just, I just can't. He's like folklore. Literally, it's like an There's, urban legend at this yeah, point. Yeah, like an urban legend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. All right, we're going to take just a minute of your time now and talk about one of our awesome sponsors, utahmarijuana.org. I love talking about them, but remember, when you support our sponsors like utahmarijuana.org, you're directly supporting this podcast. And hey, your health. And your health. Huh? Hey, utahmarijuana.org is your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I don't know if you guys remember way back on episode 420, we had Tim Pickett on the podcast. We talked about medical cannabis here in Utah. We talked about utahmarijuana.org. Well, now he's a sponsor of the podcast. I also do another podcast with him, Utah in the Weeds. Go check that out. Anyways, utahmarijuana.org's team of medical cannabis experts they're going to make getting your medical cannabis card super easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. It is so true, you guys. They are the most helpful medically I have ever been. You know how you want to go to the doctor and you're like, I don't even know what doctor to go to or what to say. These guys are incredible. They have over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief. So you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally and stay up to date. And right now, they're offering an exclusive discount to I Am Salt Lake listeners. Just use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. I did. It was great. And depending on where you're located in the Valley, they have a clinic location just for you. Go to utahmarijuana.org. Check it out. They're going to list it right there. They have uh, location clinics from like Provo to Bountiful to Salt Lake, West Valley. Uh, go check it out. And like Chrissy said, there's a promo code, GREEN25. This is going to give you $25 off your first visit. And it's also going to tell them that you came from I Am Salt Lake and that you're a supporter of this show and that you're down to support this show. And you're down for uh, medical cannabis. So anyways. Down for your health. Hey, isn't it time that you took control of your own health? UtahMarijuana.org. Feel better. So what's the name of the podcast? So it's called The Search for Tekken. Um, That's right. So it's, it's, it's on all the streaming services right now. Uh, and when I publish new episodes, they'll just be right there in that feed. It's just, we're still working on it. And when do you, I mean, do you, do you plan, do you have like a release date at all? Not, uh, not at all. I, I'm trying to kind of gather stuff. I, I kind of wanted to make a little something so that I could have the feed ready so people could subscribe. And then once I've got something, you can go check it out. But hopefully it's soon. Hopefully soon. I, I want to get some kind of build up the story. I've talked to some people already uh, who kind of frequented Laser Quest or worked at Laser Quest and um, kind of been building up the, the narrative. And also, crazy thing, they're closed. Yeah, I actually looked closed. him up on Facebook after I listened to your trailer <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I was going to just go there, but they don't exist. They they are officially closed down. So it makes it that much more mysterious because I feel I'm like now going to have to last blockbuster style thing. <laughs> like... <laughs> sort of, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. No, and that's what I, I wanted to get you on the podcast, Cody, because I was like, when I saw you post this, I was like, well, gosh, there's got to be maybe a listener or two. 
of I am Salt Lake that would be able to help you out. That's maybe Tekken's a listener. Praying. Oh, do you, I would lose my mind, dude! I would lose like, my mind if Tekken was a listener so of the cool. show, right? Like, I would be like, dude, like, let's get a video testimonial here. I'd be like, I am dying happy. Podcast. We connected people. <laughs> yeah, but so th- this is. I'm probably sounding like a mentally unstable person. Listen, no. did you just hear this oh, story? I was like, I'm obsessed with this guy who just randomly I met one time, didn't even really talk to. It's just, yeah, it's okay. It it's makes good. me think of finding Richard Simmons. Yeah, that's what I was, was going to say. Exactly yeah. that. I was like, it was kind of <laughs> like that, that podcast where he was searching for Richard Simmons and Richard Simmons. What didn't he like tell him to get lost or something? Uh, eventually the, he was just like, okay, he just wants to be left alone. He just had to yeah, that's right. Did you, did you listen to that show, Cody? No, but now you've sold it. I really want go to go check know. that. I think you would like it. It's if great. you like narrative stuff. I can't remember what it was either. I used to listen to a podcast like years ago where they would, somebody would find like a random item in the woods or something, and they would try to figure out without using the internet whose it was and where it came from and bring it back to the original person. How is that even possible? Like somebody found a belt buckle in a like wooded area and they somehow found the guy without. Wait, this was a podcast? Yeah, it was a long time ago though. I can't even remember which one it was. I'll have to look it up. That sounds that is very strange. I cannot imagine maybe how they that can could even use the internet. I don't remember, but either way, it was like hard it, work. It seems awesome borderline impossible to. with the internet, Chrissy. Like, dude, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I That's must wild. be way wrong. So, how was podcast movement, man? I mean, you must oh, have had man. the time of your life. Like, this was your first time going. Yeah. Uh, and for for people listening that don't know what podcast movement is, it's like the biggest podcast conference. In the world, really. People come from all over the world, uh-huh. uh, and they pick a different city each year to do this this uh, conference in. So this year it was in Nashville. Uh, Nashville, the, yep. There's been one year, Chrissy and I went to Chicago. One year was Orlando. Pittsburgh. Pitts- no, 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 Philadelphia. 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 Well, was, there's a, a P year. in there. Anyway, but how was it? Did you? Oh, I mean, it, was, it was weird. Okay. First of all, I handed Mark Cuban a muffin plate, and I said- <sighs> Hey, Mark, this is what I, this is what happened. He goes, Hey, can you have me that muffin plate? And I go, no problem, Mark Cuban. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Dude, we were just watching Shark Tank like last night or the night before. And well, rest assured, talking about how Mark uh, Cuban was there. He, he was there. And, um, personally, I, so he was there to promote his new app that's coming out, uh, called Fireside. I was not impressed by Fireside. Hmm. I will just say that it's it's it, like a podcast hosting, right? Is that what it is? Kind of. It's like it's like Clubhouse mixed with podcast hosting, okay. hmm. and also like simulcast to like you can you can stream the audio to other places too. It was it's just odd. I, it's as as I as I mentioned to some people there, it's almost like they're solving a problem that doesn't really exist. That's the real problem. A lot of people are trying to solve problems that don't exist. And that kind of sounds like it because it's like, how would you even really use it? Yeah, like you would almost have to be exclusively, you know what I mean? Like you would be lowering your production value unless you're doing everything like super live, which is tricky. It can be done, but it's just... I don't know. I, I again, what, who's the audience for that? You know what I yeah, mean? It's just, yeah. it's just it seems a like strange. a lot to manage just to make it work like radio. There's too right. much content. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to be talking at this time and then we'll put it online for listening exactly, later. Yeah, That's literally exactly. radio. Way too much content out there for us to consume. Yeah. These days, really like, come sorry, on. Mark Cuban. I know you're not listening, but if you I'm do, out. I still think you're awesome. 
Uh, Marky Mark, we go back, we go back. <laughs> no, yeah. So he was just a small part of it. He only so was he just hanging things. out, man? Like was he just hanging no, out? Like that was right before his little. I was at the I was at the right place at the right time to hand okay. him a muffin plate. That's all that happened. He was just like, I need a muffin. Hey, and big guys right need there. to eat too. You know. <laughs> also, he was skinnier than I thought. Funny enough, I was like, I was like Mark Cuban. But I actually was talking to this other guy right when he walked up, and I was gonna say. He's skinnier than I thought he would be. And he looks at me and goes, don't you think he's like a smaller guy than you expected? And I was like, I was just going to say that. That is Mark so Cuban. funny. So did you, I mean, did you go and. What was your favorite it, like, part? Was, was your... everything accomplished that you wanted to? Yeah. Yeah. So really my 99% of my goal was just to talk to people, to to find clients. Like I said, I'm I'm starting to make this a real thing now this podcast production thing it's kind of it started out as a side hustle and i was like yeah i can make some money on the side but it just has started growing and growing to the point where i'm like yeah this is a this is something real so i wanted to kind of meet new clients i wanted to learn some stuff about the industry that that i maybe didn't know before um get kind of some sweet info on software and stuff like that really like i was kind of an all-around like I was there for everything. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to take the classes and get the merch and go to the booths and everything. So sure. I was, I was a good case study for, for going. Cause I was like laser focused just about everywhere. Tons of free merch, man. I bet you just got so oh with like so much stuff. I, I had, I literally got like seven t-shirts. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, shoot, I'm wearing, this is still, a, this is actually a shirt I'm wearing. From, I think half of our, both, yeah. of, both Chris and my wardrobe is yeah, free po- podcast shirts. Yeah, I'm wearing, so, I'm we're literally wearing one as we speak. Yeah. I was so going to say audio burst. That is that one there, right? No, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. If any podcasters are listening, send a shirt my way. I'd love to wear it. <laughs> my, and I just like free clothes. No, you know, I don't know. When you get older, man, you're like, gosh, I just want free shirts. I don't want to pay. And it's so much worse than that because now i'm like i'm i'm also feeling that kind of like i'm getting old thing like every once in a while i'll be like you know i this shirt's really soft like it's it's it looks terrible like there's holes in it and stuff but like it's really comfortable and soft and and then i just have a moment of like oh no that's like what every dad says ever like you know i might not look great but like i'm really comfortable like <laughs> that's you the- know what though that's been my motto my whole life <laughs> and i have no regrets i'm sure people around me have regrets about it but <laughs> my only regret is not doing it sooner frankly what was i dressing up for I know, right? You know to I mean? impress like, people. <laughs> people are not fun to impress. Right. Was the conference tough with COVID? I mean, I guess there was probably some people did the mask, some people not. Yeah, it was I mean, it was a little weird because it was we're in this awkward middle stage right now where it's like yeah. a lot of places are fine, like mostly back to normal. A lot of places are like having terrible issues again. And so it's like so they had these I thought this was smart how they did it. They had these little uh bowls of buttons where it was like red, green, and yellow buttons. Um, so you would basically pick what level of comfort you were. They didn't really establish what the what the levels meant exactly. But like green is like, everything's fine. I'm back to normal. Red was like, no, co- no close contact. I'm going to wear a mask. Please wear a mask around me. Basically was the idea. And so I thought that was clever. I don't know how many people were. I was, I was kind of in the middle. Like I wore a mask a lot of the time, but like, if it was kind of secluded and it was just like one other person, like I would, I would take it off. Sure. So it was just, it just was weird. Like no one really knew exactly how careful to be. And it was even weirder because it's people from everywhere. It's not like just local people. So like, yeah, it is international. Did you meet anybody there from Utah? I did. I met one guy, uh, Richie Stedman. Okay. 
Okay. And I, he's like a name and I figured you'd probably have yeah. know the name, but yeah, that was, that was, there was a, there really wasn't that many other people that, that were from there. Like I met, met, like you said, people from all over the U S not really any international though. I wonder if that was just because of the travel restrictions. Oh, that must be because when we went, there were a lot of international oh, yeah, tons people, of, tons of international but people. It seemed, it, it was in this massive hotel, but I almost feel like it was over. Like it was, it seemed too big. I wonder if they just kind of overestimated because of the, because of COVID, like they, you can't really predict like month over month how. Yeah. You know, and they probably had to be. try to recoup, recoup from, you know, the 2020 destruction for anyone who had a convention set up. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's a, just a tough time to like get back into it. Yeah. And it, like I said, everyone, no one was really like comfortable. I could tell that every single person was kind of like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. It's kind of the first time I've really been to an event event, like outside of like a, like a, you know, big setup professional thing like that. And it was very odd. Like people didn't know how to be. Dude, go next year. Honestly, if it, cause I would, I'm I going would to, I'm next, planning on it. This was, this yeah. was so worth the money for me. Okay. I'm absolutely going next year. Yeah. yeah I mean, Dallas. I, and then look up uh pod fest too, is another big, uh, hmm. we've gone to, we've gone twice to that or just one time. I think maybe, maybe just one time. I to think PodFest. one time, but man, but I feel like I've been there a bunch. Every, cause it's so every cool. year in Orlando. Um, hmm, cool. But that's, 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 Almost on the same scale, really, as podcast. Wow, movement, really? You know, yeah. Oh. But they they tend to be a little more on the uh, indie side of pod podcasts. At oh, least I this like was kind of the the idea of it. So podcast movement was always like the big corporate. So you would find like Spotify, Spotify and yeah. Apple Podcast people there, and all of those. Like but professional then, podcasting. But then Podfest was like I was on a local pod or a panel there at that Podfest one year. That's the, I like that more. I like that so much so, more because there's something about there's something about like corporate podcasting. Yeah. That like you know what good on you, but like it's just not the same. Like it, you lose you lose a little something when you you when do you get to once that once it gets corporate anything that's like bluegrass once it gets established and corporate people are like oh they're doing something people like. Then they swoop in and try to steal it, though they don't understand why people like it. And then they destroy it because they, they put it in the corporate machine, you know, and and the whole point of podcasting is to just get dirty. It's like you're sitting around the table with your friends and it's, it doesn't need to be more complicated than that. And that's, I think people lose that. Like Mm -hmm. the, the, I, some of the, some of the biggest podcasts I listen to are not heavily edited. Like they're, they sound professional, but they're like they're they're comfortable and it's it's just yeah i think you're right they just kind of they miss what actually makes it popular but maybe However, they are heavily edited but they just sound so good like like you know, that mean, that's like, good right? like, that, that's that's when that's you know it's editing. a good podcast when you when you yeah. when you're when a good, you good editor i mean when you can't tell they were in there it's like a lady's makeup yeah <laughs> if you can't yeah. tell it's there you did a great job that i'm gonna use that at least that's what like my mom told me or something <laughs> So we just, or, or you were going to say something, I do. Chrissy. Yeah. I, you know, I, I just want to put a little disclaimer on there because I'm not against corporate podcasting. I no, think every no, no, business no. should have a podcast. Yeah. I think it's oh, wonderful. Totally. I'm just saying for indie podcasters, if you, if you're in love with the spirit and the community of podcasting, PodFest is the place to go. Yeah. However, podcast movement is also awesome and I love business people and Oh yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. disclaimer. We, we well, you heard me. I was I was obsessed with it. But my I actually agree with you too. Like content marketing in the form of like podcasts is like is such an amazing way to like spread a brand or a business or something. I just feel like when it it's to me it's more like when an indie podcast goes corporate. 
Like there's a pl- there's plenty of room for like for for corporate podcasting that isn't necessarily the same thing. Uh, did you know, do you guys know Harmons has a podcast? No. I thought Wait, I wait, heard wait, wait, wait. Actually, no. I take that back. Yes, I did. I remember I I forgot they did though. I stumbled upon it. Gosh, maybe a year ago, maybe 2 years ago now. Yeah, yeah I just re- found remind it recently. Me the name and I was it. I, do oh, I don't even I honestly don't even remember what it's called, but I just was blown away. I was like this is a gro- the local grocery store and they have a podcast. Well, Trader Joe's has a podcast. I listen to that. Really? I didn't know that. That's yeah, so tra- funny. Trader Joe's. Yeah. yeah. It's Toyota almost like has a, a podcast. Sephora I actually, does. I actually know the, off cool companies. I know that I actually know the guy that makes the Toyota podcast. Weirdly enough, that's, that's a very weird coincidence that you say that, but um, no. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing. Like it, I, I believe really like that, that that's a whole, and it's good stuff. Like I listen to lots of shows like that. Um, there's just a place for it. It's, yeah, it's yes, a very specific precisely. place for it. Yeah. And I know we just kind of skimmed the surface with the podcast production company that you're working on. Let's, oh, let's yeah. go into that a little bit more. I mean, for so sure, people can sure. hire, so, so you'll do like the actual production of the podcast, the editing and all of that, the mixing, but will you also create like a score if somebody wants some music to it and stuff like that? I have before. Uh, it's, it's a lot of, honestly, I used to be, I, I would, I would uh, be furious with myself if my, if past me heard my present self say this, but I am a big fan of stock music now. Like it's, it, it's so, it's so much of a pain to compose music and to get exactly what you want and get all these revisions. And it just takes so much time that really stock music, they took just as long to do it, but you get to, and you get to sort through different versions super fast. And like, it's just a win-win. So I, I would do it for like the right story or the right podcast. But like right now, mostly what I do is kind of the the actual and and really I started as like an audio producer, but I found that I had kind of a knack for like helping people structure content and like get their get a good idea and make it better. Like what how could this segment be? What segment could you have week after week that would be interesting? Or like maybe we can add some music bumpers or here and there. So like I can kind of I almost view it as like podcast management because I'm kind of like helping steer the ship and you, they're just the hosts, you know, man, I need to hit you. Yeah. You're a good guy to know. No, seriously. I, well, I think I might've even lightly mentioned this. I'd like, uh, you know, I've gotten to the point where I, I'm ready to probably just hire somebody else out to edit. I am Salt Lake here and just let somebody else handle all that. You know, I've done it for so long and it's just, I'm at a point with, we're, we're tired. I'm just tired. <laughs> Time for somebody else to do it. So maybe you're the guy. Yeah. So and as, work I've, to do. as I've said to Chris before, like there's a reason that I can make money doing this because like it's hard, it's hard. And, and honestly, like I like to, the reason I love doing this is because it, it allows me to take away the barrier to people creating awesome stuff. Like if, if someone's an expert and they're really, they're really funny and they're a really good host and they just have this great product, like, most of the time that thing, the thing that gets in the way is the hours they spend actually physically creating it. Not even the recording, just like the, the second part where you're just doing the post-production and getting it uploaded and doing all that stuff. It's so involved and just being able to pass that off, like really like re-energizes people. They get so excited again about making stuff. Cause it's just easy. It's, I just make it easy for them. So. Dude, I like I like the sound of that. Get re-excited because sometimes I think we we lose that excitement, right? Like we get into these projects, we get these things going on, and, and we used to be excited about them. But we gotta get yeah, but re-excited. After, what, 
like many, many years. It's it, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's, it's possible nice to, it to still get re-excited. Oh, for sure. I just mean, mix up the, the way you're doing, you know, like have someone that else too. do the hard stuff. Yeah. Just oh. have fun. Well, and that's I'm the, all about having thing, fun, yeah. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is anyone not? I hate, has anyone ever said, I hate fun? Like, it's kind of an oxymoron. Sometimes right? I say that. I hate fun. I, just <laughs> I hate, hate it. fun. Fun sucks. <laughs> I hope someone says that, because that would be awesome. It, it, it kind of, yeah, it's very awesome. <laughs> well, no, sometimes I just think you forget. I know I do. And I mean, Chrissy can definitely attest to that. Like, like sometimes you just forget. You get so wrapped up. You get so, become so much of a perfectionist even, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's got it's like got to be this way or else. Yeah. Well, yeah, and especially if you're fun, using man. it as a way to like hone your skills and you kind of, you know, put your elbow grease into it with a little bit of pride. It's it's hard to like not do that after you've yeah. already done it. I'm I'm a big big fan of outsourcing now. I used to be exactly like that where I'd be like, no, I need to make sure I have like the final cut. I need to do everything. But if I can afford to get, have someone else do something that it will, it'll, st- I trust them. It's if, it, if it's a going to be a quality thing. Cause I, I trust them. Like it is so freeing to get to the point where you just go, they'll handle it. Like, it's just like a weight off your mind. You know, you know how, like when you use a calendar, like in your phone or like a planner or something like that, and it's just one less thing that you have to remember, like, that's how it feels like just to offload, you know? Mm. Sounds yeah. beautiful. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just daydreaming. Right We're just daydreaming now. So what else? I mean, what are some of your other hobbies and interests, man? When you're not, uh, you know, going to podcast conferences and producing podcasts and singing. I also have a YouTube channel, which I have somehow not even mentioned throughout this entire thing. Yeah, I didn't even know about this. What, what you might about? be wondering is, how do you even have time for all of this? Because I often wonder the same thing. Um, but... It's uh so a buddy of mine, it was kind of, it started as kind of an experiment, like all of these things have, because I was working as a social media manager, which is another thing I do. Uh, but I, I know. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make a note of that. I might need a social media manager. On the only the thing room. I'm worried about is how many people we're going to send you with referrals. Hey, what did I just say about outsourcing? I know what, I know what's up. All right. All right. Um, but, uh, but it kind of started out cause I was, I was working for some YouTubers here in, in Utah, uh, the beach house, if you've ever heard of them, probably not. They're like family yeah. vloggers. They're, they're, they've like over a million subscribers now they're, they're getting big, but, oh, wow. um, but they were, uh, they, they needed some help. So I, I hopped on and, and was doing some stuff with them and I was like, I want to, I want to test some stuff and also, um, just kind of try out some of this stuff I'm learning. And so I, I was partnered up with a buddy of mine, started a YouTube channel called SideQuest Guys, where we basically try new stuff that we've never tried before. We went to a local Renaissance fair. Uh, we have tried food that we'd never tried before, like just about anything you could think of. We're, we're kind of building up too. I think one of these days we're probably going to have to go skydiving because that's one of the, oh. that's like one of those things that it's on our list that we're both kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> Just like push it down to the bottom. Dude, that of the sounds list. like a man. I kind of want to steal that idea of YouTube. Just to kind of make. I'm sure because it. Does it push you to try? I mean, just to try new stuff, I guess. All it would, the time, yeah, right? it would like, force you to. It really does. And, and it's, it's gotten us to be kind of creative too. Like it's not exactly in my comfort zone to wear like a medieval costume at 
a renaissance fair but we did it and we were like in character and stuff and, and you like, didn't call me you know that's in my character <laughs> it's, seriously highly highly recommend it because and it's one of those things where like you don't know it's like trying new food right like you don't know if you're even gonna like it until you actually do it and there's no way to know beforehand you just have to just do it and so it's been a really fun experiment we've been going for a couple years now um and we've tried all kinds of stuff now, but it's we've met so many people and we've just done so many new things that we've never tried. There's also some comedy sketches in there. We're both kind of big fans of comedy. So there's some of that in there, too. But, yeah, that's kind of that. I would say that's probably a hob more of the hobby side of what I do with my spare time. There is no spare time. Who am I kidding? Side quest guys. <laughs> the side. Qu- yep. Side I'll, quest I'll guys. check that out and I'll put that link. I'll put a link for it at I am salt dot com with this uh, with this episode as well. So. People can just go click there directly and find it really easy. I mean, what? Okay, so here's the thing. I I need to venture out and do a YouTube channel. What kind of? I mean, do you have any advice for me? Yeah, do it. Um, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I good advice. I know what. It, I mean, that that's the best advice anybody can really. But get. really, I mean, in going into more depth with that, what people always think is, okay, well, I need a I need a camera. Well, I need this. I need this. I need this. And they they go, well, I have to make. You I have to figure out camera, how to. Then. Well, and who doesn't have a camera? You have you have a you have a camera that's better than the camera than that I started making YouTube videos with uh, probably on your phone. If you have an iPhone, you can already shoot 4K video. Okay. Solid. You're done. Okay. So you've got the camera, right? You have a computer. He's not Everyone giving us any computer. excuses. No, I'm not because honestly, <laughs> I this is what I did. This is what I got done to me. Everyone was like so, you know, oh, well, you're going to start, you're going to start and I started to run out of excuses cuz I'd be like, "Well, okay, I have, I have a camera, I have a computer." I have the internet, which is the world's wealth of information. If I have, if I have any questions or something like that. And frankly, I knew a bunch of people that had a lot of knowledge that, that could, I could ask questions if I didn't know if I could was like, if I didn't know I could do something or if I wasn't allowed to use music here, or if I couldn't pull music from there, I could just ask people. And honestly, just starting was the best advice I've ever gotten because now here we are two years later and I've learned all this stuff. I didn't know how to edit video really before I started that. And now I can add that to my list of services because it's something that I've had so much practice in. So it, you never know where things are going to steer you. I mean, that's just kind of my whole story really is that just doing stuff gets you into more things than you could ever have imagined. It just, it changes your path. That that's been like my biggest thing with videos. Like I don't know the first thing about editing videos. Yeah, of course. That's kind of been. But again, neither did I. I just went. Yeah, I'm gonna try it, and I'm gonna if if I don't know how to edit, then I'm gonna make as few mistakes as I can and just pile the videos together. Like it really. That's how I was with podcasting, man. I just watched some YouTube's on Audacity. And I still yeah. use Audacity to this Audacity's day. Audacity is great, yeah. But it's it's one of those things where you're never going to learn until you try. I mean, uh, Create Loud, one of the very first episodes we made, uh, we had a guy on that his whole thing was create something bad. Like, yeah. you can't do something good until you've done it badly. So do it badly first so that you can be good at it, you know? That's or outsource very true. It. Let's switch it to Salt Lake City questions. I mean, these are standard Salt Lake City questions we ask everybody that comes through here, Cody. So we're going to ask you. And when I say Salt Lake City, I talk about the Valley. I talk about the, you know, Park City to to Magna, man. Well, hopefully we're not recommending stuff in Magna, <laughs> but I'm just no kidding. No offense to Magna. <laughs> Magna people, but okay, Twilla. No, um, let's see. So, hey, so now wait, where did we find out? Are you from Utah? I'm from West Jordan. 
Oh, oh, that's in Utah. I'm glad yeah. it wasn't yeah, from, from Utah. Y'all tried, tried to act like it was like some exotic place. Uh, like, no, oh, I'm from, I'm from West Jordan, actually. No. It would be what would be really funny is if I was like, no, actually, I'm from Magna. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It would uh, that would have been hilarious. Like, I'm the mayor of Magna. Yeah. Oh, crap. Like, like, I didn't know that about you. We didn't get to that part of the interview. No, so... Well, I mean, I'm sure you have a f- some friends that visit from time to time or family, right? Oh, they totally, come to yeah. Utah, they come to the Valley and they're like, Cody, show me around. I mean, do you have a few places like the, what's the tour look like? Like for me, you know, I'll take somebody maybe to Park City and then maybe show them Library Square downtown or the lake. I don't know. Do you have a few places you like to show off? Well, there's a little hidden one uh, here in West Jordan, actually. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the the Water Conservation Park. Um no. So it sounds so not exciting, but it's, it's this garden. So they basically built it to be like a botanical garden that's xeriscaped. So it's literally designed to use like almost no water. They, I think they claim that it uses like a third of a regular household's water and it's a, it's an entire botanical garden. We should go check it out, Chrissy, because that's what I want to do to our house. Oh, this this is like an amazing place for that. They give you tons of like websites and they give you plant ideas and yeah, it's so cool, but it's like tucked in the, they don't advertise it at all. It's just tucked in the middle of nowhere in West Jordan. So like I, I, I live here and I've always lived here and I, I've never been able to, I, I just saw it like a few years ago. I like just was driving past and was like, what is this? And then I was like, it's this huge, cool botanical garden. So it's a neat little spot. Yeah. And I'll look for some links for that place too and put it up. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's awesome. The West Jordan water, West Jordan water conservation park. I think it's called. Awesome. What about any favorite local eating spots, man? Do you got any favorites? Like, Oh man. Around the Um, Valley. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure everybody says things like, La Frontera or like the blue iguana. I'm, I love Mexican. Usually people say McDonald's or (laughs) (laughs) little Caesars. I I like this little place called Taco Bell. If you've ever heard of it, it's a nice little Mexican eatery. No, uh, I, I actually love, love, love a good burger and fries. You can't beat it. So Apollo burger, one of my favorite, uh, local spots of all time. Definitely. Uh, solid. Yeah, that's, I'm sure you, again, I'm sure you guys get that a lot, but that's definitely what up there with mine. And then I also absolutely love the, uh, the iguanas, the red, red iguana and the blue iguana, the iguana <laughs> family. Yeah. Any iguana with food. Yeah. <laughs> you even like to have a pet iguana or something too, right? And honestly, if it, if it is involved with Mexican food, then yes, because they're both fantastic. I love them. It's true. They both are so good. Yeah, really. Oh man. What would you change about Salt Lake City? If you could change something about the Valley, man, what would you change? I feel like it's slowly. Okay. Maybe it's not. Ju- it, tell me if it's just me. So like I'm a millennial. I'm 29. Right. I remember growing up and seeing like snow capped mountains like year round. Like it's not just me. Right. That used to be. No, a thing. not just you. That definitely used to be a thing. Well, I remember my sister when she was in college, like would go up in July or June and have like snow fights in the mountains, I guess. I remember, I remember going on hikes (laughs) and stuff and like seeing like, like at the really high mountains and seeing snow and stuff. 
Like that kind of, and then the air quality, man. Is there used to be a thing on our license plates, greatest snow on earth. There used to be something Utah was known for. Really though, like I, I feel like this. I mean, even like look at this last winter. I mean, there's there was no, there was almost. It's not even like I love snow. I just feel like there's just something that's missing because it's this big identity that Utah the ozone has. layer. Pretty much, though. And I, the, I was going to say also the air quality is, is another thing, too, especially lately. Like, I can't even go outside right now because oh, of the wildfires disgusting. and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Dude, I, I'm i so glad that we figured out to how to get you on the show and get this to work and have you on here and have you share your story. And yeah, this have, has been great. You know, introduce you to our listeners and hopefully our listeners can connect with you with uh you know your stuff and your pot you know especially this tekken podcast maybe they know him right maybe they can i'm, I'm dying i i'm gonna I freak truly out. hope you find him because i really <laughs> want to follow it yeah what, how can people connect with you man what's all that like what's like your website or your email whatever you want to give out here let's, so let's run down the list if you here. if you want to if you have a tip about tekken or or any information about that or, or uh you just want to send me a note about the podcast I have, I've got uh, the search for Tekken at gmail.com. You can, you can reach out there. Um, and if it's just a note about anything else, you can, uh, just hit up my website, codycrab.com. I have all my stuff about my podcast production and stuff there. And also and just that's my contact. Two B's. Info. That's two B's. Yes. C O D Y C R A B B. Dude, Excellent I'm, resource. I'm glad that we got you on. If, was there anything that you wanted to talk about before we wrap this up? I mean, that you want to promote or talk about? I mean, I mean, you pretty much, hidden... yeah, you, you pretty much covered it. Other than, I mean, I I mentioned like five different projects. Yeah, involved. Yeah, in, well, so. I want to make sure to you know get, yeah. get you exposed on all of it, man. Yeah, for sure. You're a yeah. rad guy, so we got to connect you with some people, man. Love it. <laughs> Chrissy has a final question. What's your question, Chrissy? I'm going to let you. <laughs> it sounded like a game show. <laughs> what's your, what's your question? Has a final question. What's your question, Chrissy? Oh, hey. All right. So, Cody, thank you again. And before we let you go, can you leave us with a motto or a piece of life advice that you live by or you wish everybody else would live by? Don't take this too seriously. We're all going to die. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Remember our website, IamSaltLake.com. Head on over there, listen to some of the back episodes of the podcast. You can share share them with your family and friends on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however you guys do it these days. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home here in Salt Lake City, I'd love to help you. Shoot me a text, give me a call, 801-244-2908. I'd love to help you find your dream home. Chris Hollifield Realty.com's the website. Head on over there. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And we'll see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. <laughs>